Ed Peters, and I welcome you on behalf of Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers to another broadcast of What's New. We will continue today focusing on the city of Rome and its people during the days of Paul's first visit to the city in the year of AD 61. Today we are going to go underground down into the over 600 miles of catacombs where it is estimated that the early church buried over four million of their dead. We will be looking at some of the inscriptions that have been painted on the tombs that they contained. On our previous study, we noted some of the inscriptions found on the burial sites of the wealthy and influential citizens of Rome's proud families found along the roadsides of the city. These inscriptions give us a picture of the lack of hope held by Rome's elite. We will see an entirely different picture found here on the tombs of the believers.
together for an evening to remember on this night, on this December And now, here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. He is going to tell us more about the catacombs that he mentioned on our previous study, the places where the Christians sometimes lived and where many of them were buried. Well, the catacombs were underground burial places consisting of passageways with small rooms or recesses in the walls into which the dead bodies were placed, sometimes in coffins. These tunnels were cut out of soft tufa rock. Tufa is soft, porous sandstone rock. There were Jewish as well as Christian catacombs. Among the Christian ones were the Domitilla, the Priscilla, the Calixtus, and others. They date from the 2nd to the 4th centuries A.D., so they follow Paul. Many works of art were found in these subterranean chambers. Favorite motifs for the Christians were biblical scenes, such as the good shepherd with a sheep on his shoulder, or the feeding of the 5,000, or the raising of Lazarus, or scenes depicting Noah, Jonah, Abraham, Isaac, Daniel in the lion's den, the three friends of Daniel in the furnace, and others. By the way, the word catacomb is Latin. The first part, kata, means down or underneath. The last part, comb, means labyrinth, or a mass of cells like a bee's honeycomb. So catacombs were labyrinths down under. Reliable calculations estimate that the vast tangle of these catacombs near Rome contained perhaps 600 miles of tunnels. The lowest estimate of the number of graves is placed at 1,750,000 with probably as many as four million persons buried there in this fashion. This includes perhaps as many as ten generations of Christians. You mentioned on our last study that the Christians also left some inscriptions. Would you mind telling us about these? There were countless inscriptions left by these early Christians on the soft walls of those tunnels, although some of these inscriptions were incised also on the rock coffins. All of these inscriptions in the Christian catacombs breathe of their faith in God, in Christ, and in the future. In one recess, a woman named Ulpia was buried. All that was found was a little pile of the remains of the decayed bones. The inscription read that she sleeps in peace. Her friend left another inscription about her nearby. It said she was now decorated. Only someone with a Christian hope could write that. Decorated. What a beautiful thought. She wasn't departed. She hadn't left us. She had arrived in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and had been 
decorated. Quite different from the inscriptions on the tombs of Rome's elite lining the Roman roads above. On one slab underneath, which lay the remains of a woman named Eutychia, were the words, happiest of all women. They found a locket with her body. It depicted Christ bearing the fruit of the tree of life. That's a strange paradox. Here were burial chambers of the dead with symbols of life. The symbols of the Christians in death were not symbols of death, but symbols of life. Again, what a contrast to the Roman tombs lining the Appian Way. The art and the inscriptions of these Christians shout of life and hope and faith. Yes, even when death wasn't at all pleasant, even for the martyrs who died by fire or were mauled by wild beasts and whose bodies were buried here, shout of hope and trust, in more than imperial Rome. One writer states that these Christians in their burials avoided all images of suffering or woe or of tragic awfulness. There are no symbols of sorrow, nothing to cause vindictive feelings even toward the persecutors of the church, only sweet pastoral scenes, fruits, palm branches, laurel crowns, lambs, and doves. End of quote. How different of the art of Rome, but also how different from the art of Christendom of the medieval ages that still fills Roman churches above ground. Such art often speaks of suffering and sorrow, not so the art of these early Christians. One writer states about these Christian catacombs that it is a pity that wider areas of these galleries are not open to the public. Perhaps the blood of the martyrs is the seat of the church. But the church didn't stay in the catacombs. It was catapulted into Roman society and Roman government. It exploded. The power of the gospel of Jesus Christ continues to overcome all obstacles that Satan may place in the way. It will be triumphant. More about that on another program. Jesus shall reign wherever the sun does his successive journeys run. His kingdom spread from shore to shore till moon shall Shall proclaim honor and glory. On. 
Radio production of Creative Encounters or mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California 93263, USA.